This is the Red on Red podcast on redfm.ie. This week on the podcast, we're talking with Cork singer and fair play head, Karen Casey.
Happy Alone with recent single Body Bags and L with Romance. This is Red on Red, Cork's new music podcast dropping every Wednesday via redfm.ie. My name is Mike McGrath-Brien and for the next hour or so, we're talking with award-winning singer, performer, educator and the head of Fair Play Cork, a gender-balancing movement in Irish trad and folk music, Karen Casey. Karen, how's it going? Good. How are you going, Mike? Grand now. You've had a busy couple of days of it now. Um, up and down to RTE and just generally... With Fair Play having a big show uh, as part of Midsummer Festival, uh, just all of the, promo- the, the promotional higgledy piggledy. How's that been? It's good. I'm enjoying it. Um, I was up with Panty yesterday, and uh, it was very emotional. Obviously, after the weekend we've had, uh, I was a yes campaigner um, for a long time, so it was really great result. I think uh, for Ireland. Um, and it was a, an all-women panel up at the show yesterday, so everybody, I think, was very tired and exhausted, but very happy. It has been a big weekend, and, you know, on the podcast previously, we've had people recount their experiences in playing Yes fundraisers, and generally it being something of a cathartic moment after a long and drawn-out campaign. And we'll return a little bit later to discussing Fair Play. You've been a touring singer for years and years now as and a performer both solo and with the trad band Solace mm-hmm. but before all of that you were always a singer and then you took up piano at Waterford RTC before going to Dublin to pursue a career in jazz up there what are your kind of earliest musical memories and what kind of motivated you to take the decisions you took musically well my dad is a great singer uh, and he sings a lot um, and loves to get people singing so we had a lot of parties at home and you had to have your party piece or your noble call. My grannies were also great singers, my uncles, uh, you know everyone really had to have a song so I don't remember not singing actually. It was always encouraged, my two grannies used to put me up on a table and give me a hairbrush and get me to sing. <laughs> so it's a dangerous thing to learn, actually, when you're three and four, how much power singing holds. Um, and I suppose it's, I just always was, uh, my mother was very fond of the radio. I grew up with a very eclectic background, uh, singing more sort of parlour songs at home, really, more like Danny Boy or The Old Bog Road. Um, and but listening uh, to a lot of Michael Jackson and Stevie Wonder and doing a lot of disco dancing and then singing in the choir and also, I suppose, in Ballyduff uh, Lower, which is, was then in Waterford, which is where I'm from, um, there was a great woman, uh, Winnie Foran, who was a teacher and she really was an astonishing woman. She had 10 children. She, she's still an astonishing woman. Um, and she taught the whole village how to sing and swim. She was also a swimming instructor. And she kind of adopted uh, some of us into her house. And we went and learnt a lot of traditional songs. And we formed a ballad group and just went to score and slogan competitions and then went on to pub competitions. And so I've just always been deeply privileged and engrossed in music. Uh, I've never really, I kind of took it for granted, really, I suppose, and just loved it and took went from there. Really, a lot of people, I suppose, in the early 90s, it hadn't quite, uh, things hadn't picked up again. So I left and emigrated to America 
I had been in America previously, you know, during the summers working. Um, and then I suppose really my love of jazz, I, I decided, OK, I'll go to New York and went off. And um, I was enrolled in a jazz school for a year and a half but then at the same time I was working as a waitress and I also was a nanny the typical kind of Irish experience in America and I kind of I don't know kind of meandered my way back into sessions I suppose that's where we met that's where you you met Irish people so uh, people knew I I sang some traditional songs as well and then uh, the, the band Solace uh, evolved out of that. It turned out actually that um, James Egan and Winifred Foran, uh, Horan um, were living on the same street as myself and John Doyle lived in um, New York as well. So, yeah, we were incredibly lucky. We were at a period of time where everything went together. You know, the music industry, a lot of it is actually about luck. Mm. You know, we were on... 1995, 96, it was uh, river dance, um, the whole explosion of Irish culture, the ceasefire, um, uh, in the name of the father, films, theatre. It was really in vogue and we were there. We were at the right place at the right time. And how was it then? Like, obviously, you know, there is lots of very strong Irish markets in America but there's also that term in the entertainment industry in America, will it play in Peoria? Obviously, again, Irish pop culture was very strong in America in the mid-1990s, as you stated. But um, what was it like touring and bringing a traditional song to maybe audiences that, you know, while, it, while, again, you know, they might have an idea of the touchstones, just kind of explaining the niceties or kind of bringing an authentic Irish experience as opposed to kind of a, an inferred... Irish pop cultural experience, if you know what I mean. Yeah, I mean, it's incredible. And it was a whirlwind. Um, we went very quickly, you know, from cars and weekends to vans and weeks to buses, tour buses and long, long tours. You're right in talking about where we were pretty trad band mm. and that was also a great time for a lot of traditional music. Um, and like, you know, very traditional songs, um, traditional tunes. Uh, I suppose John Doyle's rhythm in in his guitar playing is very much of 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 this time, though. And I mm. think that was the the gift to Solace and Winnie's string arrangements. I think really helped bring us to bring us uh, give us attention. So I mean, there was just a massive appetite. Far, far, far trad music, you know, uh, Alton, Nomus, uh, Lunasa, a lot of bands, uh, Danu, Dervish, mm. a lot of bands came out of that era. Some of them had been going a little bit beforehand, but a lot of them came out of that. And after five albums or so, you decide to go it alone. You continued a hectic touring schedule, um, except, you know, obviously it was your interpretation of traditional material. It was your material also. What were the differences in the creative, the production and the touring experiences? Well, you know, um, it was kind of a mixed bag. Uh, you know, the comfort of being in a band is very nice. And, you know, you've got a, a sound palette there. Obviously, the musicians in Solace, um, 
John Williams and Mick McCauley as well came on board. Um, they're they're extraordinary musicians, and you know, basically anything you did, you were guaranteed to get a lovely arrangement. Um, I had uh, very strong political leanings. I've always had of social justice. Really, you know, even my my deep love of jazz and blues. A lot of the songs that I would choose are very political. I believe that songs are there uh, to heal and also to provoke uh, thought and change in the world. So I definitely think for the band at times that was difficult because I was out very vocally speaking about social change um, and I kind of felt that to be fair to everyone that I would be better off um, having my own gigs so uh, I went off and of course I moved home to Ireland and started my own career and had my first daughter Mwiran all within the space of a year and <laughs> you know uh, you're young and it's great and you think you can do everything um, and I of course also was very lucky I think it's important to you know I've had an extraordinarily creative, enriched life because of uh, my singing and my my uh, music making, you know. Um, but uh, so I definitely, the next 10 years were just astonishingly hectic, if not bewildering. I made, I think, six albums um, and did a lot of touring. I took Mwiran uh, with, with me on tour um, and my husband, Niall Valley, was great and he came too. He was playing in the band as well and did a lot of the tour managing while I was minding Mwiran. So we, I was lucky that way, you see. Not a lot of women um, have that. Yeah. It's becoming more more common, but it's a, it's difficult, I think. That's always the question that's kind of asked. It's never asked of, say... It's never, asked of, it's never asked of men on the road. No. Yeah. Even the festivals now, they cater more for children. Mm. There was never any question, to be fair, you know, if you arrive backstage with Mwiran, everyone was always delighted to see her. Yeah. And really good to her. And actually, Robbie Overson, who I toured with for a long time, he'll be in St. Luke's, actually. Um, he was great with Mwiran. Yeah. Um, and very well qualified. He has six children. So yeah. it was perfect. <laughs> <laughs> he was calm. Um, so yeah, I think it's I think it's a big issue, you know, and I think it's a difficult issue because um, it's very hard to leave your children. We'll talk a little bit more about infrastructural supports that could be made available. What needs improvement in just a little while? But we're going to go to some tunes. There we got O Emperor with Make It Rain, their most recent single, kind of um, Afrobeat high life inflected psychedelic rock and the altered hours with over the void taken from their on my tongue ep here on red on red
Altered Hours there with Over the Void here on Red on Red. We're back in studio here with Karen Casey, head of Fair Play Cork, an organisation looking to kickstart conversation about gender balance in payments and booking in Irish folk and traditional music. Right now, that's the temperature of the discussion regarding the music industry in Ireland. A lot of different groups and communities have emerged in different genres around the country, um, circling around gender balance. Maybe take us through the process of how it happened for you regarding Fair Play and the conversations that led to it. Well, I suppose we've been talking uh, for a number of years about, you know, being a woman... Um, in the music industry. Obviously, with everything that's going on in terms of feminism worldwide, you know, the Me Too, Me Too movement, uh, waking the feminists here in Ireland, sounding the feminists, um, and just so much discussion, we couldn't but be having the discussion, really, to be honest. Um, and I guess a lot of us kind of felt that we needed to do something about uh, women in traditional and folk music. Uh, So I put up a a Facebook post that just kind of calling people, asking, you know, what what do people think? You know, I had been at a gig and I was the only female performer out of 18 people. And I was, you know, at that gig, I said, we need to really have a look at this. It shouldn't just be me. Um, and then I, I wrote up a Facebook post saying, what can we do? And is anybody else interested? And I um, organised a meeting in Dublin in the cobblestone. Not in the cobblestone, sorry, not in the cobblestone. Not the first one was in Jury's Inn. I just said, look, will we meet in Jury's Inn? I didn't really know where to... I had a gig myself around the corner um, as part of the trad festival in in. Temple Bar mm. and I was playing with um, Aoife Scott and uh, different Sheila Denver and Mary Black actually was there um, and so I knew I was going to be up there so I put out a call and 20 people arrived and I was amazed and we had an extraordinary morning we were there for three or four hours uh, everybody we gave everybody you know the space to talk and kind of say how they felt about being a woman in trad and folk and we all kind of felt that it was great that we were talking and meeting saying these things out loud um that a lot of work needed to be done and what would we do so you know it was a very sort of browned movement uh quite low-key uh we were after that first meeting, we were definitely hell-bent on it being positive and um, inclusive, uh, which is difficult. Um, and I think, you know, uh, Neve Parsons, Neve Nicara, Mairead, o- Mairead O'Donnell, um, Padraig Nihulachan, who's a big figure in Irish traditional song, had actually put up a Facebook post the summer before which ignited a lot of conversation about um, this gig in um, Killarney in the INEC. And, you know, I think there was maybe three or four women at that at that gig. And it yeah. was a big gig with a lot of men. And she just said, 
really this isn't on. And actually that had generated a lot of talk online as well. So um, that's important. So, you know, it was in the air. It was in the zeitgeist. A lot of people were talking about it. Um, Then we said, okay, will we form a group? We made a name, Fair Play, the play being PLE Father, which has been discussion. And then we said, okay, will we have another meeting? And then we had uh, another uh, meeting up in the Cobblestone. They're great up there in Dublin and 40 people showed up. And then uh, we kind of just went from there. We decided we'd uh, apply for a grant, which we got from the Arts Council. Um, We uh, put up a website. It's www.fairplay.com and yeah, so now we're a movement <laughs> where women aren't a minority. We're 51% of the population. And uh, I think our festivals and everything will be a lot better and more creative if they represent everybody in the in, in Ireland. And also I think it's time to have, you know, a long and drawn out, teased out <laughs> discussion about how to do that because... At the moment, we've we've done a, uh, we've looked at eleven festivals in the past year, mm. who do predominantly folk and traditional music, and the lineup and the divide is about seventy six percent men and twenty four percent women, and that's on a good day. Mm. You know, we picked uh, the Imbolc Festival in Derry as well, which is a very good gender balance. So you know, one festival had no women, and. So, yeah, so there's a real issue here. Uh, There are serious problems and and issues. And, of course, for the traditional community, one of the things is we all know one another, you know, and so we don't, we're not trying to cause hurt. And we're saying, okay, is this unconscious bias or is it a conscious bias? We're asking. And um, if it is either, how do we uh, root it out? It's a conversation that is being had in music communities across the board. Fair play being one high-profile example, but um, the circumstances that led to its creation um, have also led to the creation of the Gash Collective in Techno and have led hard-working-class heroes festival curator uh, Angela Dorgan to sign a pan-European pledge across festival promoters, etc., to gender-balanced lineups. That, that is pop and contemporary mm. festivals to gender balance festivals 50-50 mm. and the B- PRS in the UK uh, they 50 festivals signed up last year Cambridge are already there to 50-50 in 2022 and other festivals are coming on board like one of the big festivals for us and our community is the Celtic Connections in Glasgow and they have signed up to us we are looking to redress the gender balance in traditional and folk music because we feel very strongly that women are underrepresented um, in all aspects of that music. Um, and, you know, to committees, you know, who, who programme as well, a lot of them are run by men and we feel that if, if more like-minded women could be taken on board, um, that would help a lot. 
the 50-50 cultural change is coming from the ground up and I think everybody's aware of it we're all aware that this conversation needs to be had and you know but as we were mentioning like it is an across the board it is deal. like it's the playlists mm-hmm. it's albums it's production sound production you know the sound when you go into sound there's so few women um, I've never actually been recorded by a woman Really? Yeah, I mean, I've had loud, uh, sound done by women, by women, but no. That's yeah. certainly one of those things that is remedied by education from underneath. Yeah, and by I think, you know, and I think it's, it is, you're right, and there's a lot of unconscious bias. People are like, oh, Jesus, I never saw that, or oh, my God, I never saw that. And, you know, it's not really going to take much. It could actually... It, we're hoping, really, that Fair Player won't need to be around by next year because we're wrecked. <laughs> You'll be taking on more people and build an army underneath yourselves. Yeah, but, you know. This is true. Um, we, we are, and we're very hopeful. And people are predominantly really positive and okay asking what, what they can do. Like the Arts Council is, I think, I don't know if they have a policy actually on gender yet. Uh, but they're definitely, they had their talks where they went around the country looking for um, advice and information on what people wanted. So I think a lot of people are are, are um, struggling and I think there's a lot. I think, to be honest, this is happening. I think the train has already left the station and I don't. I think it's a no-brainer, to be honest. Three or four years' time, we'll be looking at a lot more women in the lineups and a lot more women employed in all areas of music and then... In, 10, 20 years' time, looking back at the posters, we'll be going, oh, my God, why was that? Or can you imagine? So I think, I really think it's uh, positive and And also, you know, I just want to reassure people who feel defensive in any way or feel like they're going to lose out in work. That's not what Fair Play are advocating. We're advocating for more music, which is what we're following through on, you know, on our 9th of June Fair Play Day with 20 new events. Our gig in St. Luke's on the 16th of June. Um, we've gigs, uh, a two-day event up in Liberty Hall uh, on the 8th and 9th of September. Um, we've a gig in the National Concert Hall on the 24th of October. And so we're adding in extra music and gigs and more creativity, which God knows Ireland and the world uh, sadly needs. But we'll come back to the St. Luke's gig after we get back mm. to some more music. Anamika with new single Arbor and St. Keelan with I'll Be a Fool for You here on Red on Red. Rusting in a restless This heavy curtain moves no place for me. The king's feet and his broken speech. Those were dark days in this field. Coffee press, bread basket. Still it seems Oh, our vines Press up, press 
and your dreams are displayed. I'll hold on to you as you push me away. This cold wind extinguished, and this hard rock now shook, and our real love is finished with the last lines of the book, with the last lines. St. Keelan with I'll Be a Fool for You here on Red on Red. We're back with Karen Casey from Fair Play right before a program of major events throughout the next couple of weeks. Starting uh, at the Opera House this Sunday, you're going to be talking at the Cork Close Music event as part of Right Here, Right Now. Cork Close Music begins at 2pm on Sunday at the Green Room of the Opera House and you'll be among the speakers. Kind of what can we expect from the lecture that you'll be giving? Um, well, I suppose a bit of a history on fair play and 
also, I suppose, what we did to, to uh, because the talk is on new beginnings, what we did as a group to um, sort of move ourselves along, you know, um, how we use social media. I think uh, we're talking a lot about that because a lot of it has been um, uh, reaching people that way. Um, and also, I suppose, talking more about um, the actual realities, you know, the the terrible gender imbalance that's there as it is and how that needs to be redressed. One thing we were talking about off the air um, before we started chatting was setting goals toward accomplishing the larger goal and so forth. I suppose really, how has the discussion on steps toward the larger goal kind of played out within Fair Play? Well, initially, uh, what we wanted was a discussion. So I think, to be honest, we've achieved that. We're definitely having a discussion uh, worldwide, you know, um, on our 9th of June day, uh, there's a gig in New York in the Irish Arts Centre for Fair Play. There's um, a public radio show on WGBH from the Boston Public Library. There is a session from the Druid Pub. There's a session in um, St. Louis. There's a session in Nashville. There's a session. There's more sessions um, in Somerville. Uh, in the Armory um, and uh, various bands are also playing that day um, and putting up posts and social media in support of Fair Play and we have um, 10 or 11 events events around the country so I think we've definitely ignited a, a fire and a conversation um, and I suppose we're compiling statistics as I was talking earlier the the statistics that we have but you know when you start actually looking at the various statistics they need to be airtight but uh, that that, uh, basic statistics of 76 versus 24 76 male versus 24 female um, is pretty much across the board Um, so we're we're, that'll be our next biggest uh, mission and then we're um, also having that uh, two days in September, which we're having a panel discussions with industry people, actually a bit like your own uh, gig on, on Sunday the 3rd. Um, and that we're calling it She Means Business. And we're trying to actually put it in place as a support uh, network for women to step out, particularly 18 to 25 year olds, into the professional world. We're trying to say we're here to help. Uh, what do you need? These are the things that we did. This worked, this didn't work, you know, and have that honest kind of a conversation. Um, and then we've also have a directory up on our website for people to sign up because, you know, sometimes people say to us, which is ridiculous, that there are no female performers out there. But the country is coming down with female performers. You know, I teach in UL and I had my year in UCC and my classes were predominantly female. So Ireland has uh, just an abundance of female performers. We just need gigs and we need to be hired 
and treated with respect. We need more access to the gigs and more support to get to those gigs and more respect along the way. One of the big pillars of Fair Play going forward is a major gig as part of Cork Midsummer Festival Mm -hmm. at Live at St. Luke's. Yes, the 16th. The 16th of June, we're really delighted to be up in St. Luke's and we have a massive uh, lineup and of extraordinary men and women. Um, so it's I'm going to be singing, hopefully, um, if I'm not too busy. And Pauline Scanlon is great, great singer. I love her singing. Stephanie Rainey, who you might know. Um, Mary Mitchell Inglesby, who's a piper, and uh, Rosaline um, O'Leary, Maureen Graja, and uh, uh, Maeve Donnelly, who all have been, you know, extraordinary players their whole lives, and uh, also very much involved in education um, and uh, the backbone, really, of traditional uh, music here. Um, the Wildaways are going to be there. Uh, Robbie Overson, Kate Ellis, Niall Vallely, you know, a lot of people. So we're really trying to encourage people to support us and come out to that gig. St. Luke's is a beautiful venue. Mm. I mean, it just has a mystique all of its own. What are your thoughts getting up on that stage and performing in terms of like conversation? Because like, as well as performances, is there going to be discussion as well or is it? Yeah, yeah, sorry. I um, Yeah, there are. And um, Julie Gu and Anna Meek are going to be there as well. And so Julie will be for performing some of her poems. And obviously myself and Pauline have been doing an awful lot of work with Fair Play. So we'll be talking as well. And it'll be great to uh, talk to, you know, our own crowd in Cork and share our experiences and also I think really what this is is uh, a celebration it's a celebration of all those all of our not all those all of us me myself included great uh, female performers you know and um, I think it's important as well for women to step up for us to step up and say we're good enough we're here hire us and for women to ask for what we need I think that's actually one of perhaps the lessons over the last couple of years is we have to um, really sit and think okay well what do I need and how do I get it and be determined about that and not feel that that somehow is the wrong way to be or something you know that that's all right and so Fair Play want to support women in that context. Um, uh, what look were you taking at the infrastructure of the industry in terms of how shows are run, in terms of how um, you know developments in people's lives are facilitated? For example, you were talking earlier about being a parent on the road and how the supports weren't there before and they are now. What further supports uh, can the industry offer two women as they go about careers etc kind of is there any particular pet peeves that you've looked at yourself uh, um well i suppose it, by just the basic hiring more women to uh all the lucrative gigs you know yeah because there are uh, that would enable a lot of women to if you get well paid then you can bring your child minder and pay him or her either backstage or at home. 
So that would be the basic starting point. Mm. If we could get to that, <laughs> that would be great. In in Norway, all publicly funded gigs have to be gender balanced, have to be 50-50 actually. And they have a lot of crash facilities and yeah, they're like way ahead, way ahead of the bossy. Ireland for a, for a country that's really punched above its weight so much. Uh, over the way musically yeah. in terms of art etc there could be so much more that could be done with public infrastructure I mean we look at Iceland mm-hmm. and Norway and we look at how you know everything always comes back to no matter what industry you're in it somehow always falls back to the Scandinavian model Yeah. but when you look at how music is treated in Scandinavia as a public benefit as a public good um, it's definitely something that we could achieve so much with here if only there was the will you know from above to to move forward yeah in that regard um, yeah I mean like we don't have all the answers you know and there are societal issues you know definitely um, and while we can battle for those you know we're really focusing in on the musical part of our worlds when we come back we'll talk a little bit further about what the future holds for Fair Play Cork but right now we'll head back to some tunes these are two artists that are playing this Sunday at Cork Opera House at 2pm some small handful of tickets are left over at tinyurl.com forward slash clmrhrn that's clmrhrn this is Stuck on Repeat with new single Ahis and Elaine Malone with single You here on Red on Red i 
On Red on Red And right before We wrap up This week's podcast uh, Karen again Fair Play Cork Is appearing On June 16th At Live at St. Luke's For the Cork Midsummer Festival You gave us Quite the Comprehensive Rundown Of the Card of performers Be a great night You know And it'll be A great opportunity For people to Show solidarity And You know Uh I know Facebooking and social medias and everything is great, but coming out to a gig and live music is really important. It's important for the community. It's important for our hearts and souls and minds. So please come out and support us. There is nothing like supporting live music and there is nothing like seeing it happen in your community. Tickets are on sale now at uticket.ie. More information on the lineup and on what's expected on the evening can be found at corkmidsummer.com. Karen, you're leaving us with a song. I am. I was going to do a song that's very new and it's kind of like, you know, it's a song about women. Uh, Sister, I am here for you. And it's, I suppose it's based on the recent referendum and, you know, just that now is the time to be really thinking, you know, I think we're all reframing women, how, how we think about the world. And I think 
certainly in my own lifetime, this is, I feel, a great opportunity for us to say what we want and need uh, in our lives. This has been Red on Red, Cork's new music podcast from redfm.ie. Thank you very much for listening. And if you like what you're hearing, please take the time to subscribe and leave a review on iTunes, share this on your social media, and make sure to check out the artists featured online or at an upcoming gig. If you'd like more Irish tunes, please be sure and listen in to Green on Red on Sunday nights with Alan O'Donovan for the best of all that is Irish on Cork's Red FM, 104 to 106. With Sister, I am here for you live in studio and we'll talk to you next week. Thank you. Thanks, Mike. The judgment, it came down the other day For once the people, well, we had our same Truth is the daughter of time The springs of justice rose up to rhyme Let's take the road, let's travel through this stormy weather Let's rise up and stand together and Sister, I am here for you. I'm here and I'm listening to Sister, I am here for you. I'm here and I'm listening to We can be Trump and we can beat Brexit too. The alt-right, they will get their due. Hope and love are our lifeline. Freedom rings. Can you hear her chime? Let's take the road, let's travel through this stormy weather. Let's rise up and stand together. And sister, I am here for you. I'm here and I'm listening to Sister, I am here for you. I'm here and I'm listening to Freedom, it doesn't fall down from the sky. We have to get up off our knees hey, and give it a try. Brother, come take my hand. Let's make a plan for a bright new land. Let's take the road, let's travel through this stormy weather. Let's rise up and stand together. And sister, I am here for you. I am here and I'm listening to Sister, I am here for you. I am here and I'm listening to Thanks. It's a bit weird without the, without the piano. This is the Red on Red podcast on redfm.ie.